Welcome, everybody, at another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're enjoying your day, sweet. If not, uh, I cannot guarantee this will help much more because of the subject matter. I mean, by the time I'm posting this episode, it should be the end of, the, of 2022, so it's ending on an odd note for the subject matter. But somebody, I can't remember exactly who on YouTube, made a video asking about, like, the worst babyface turns of all time. And there's one that has always stood out to me due to the reasoning behind this beginning. And my choice is the option, or the subject for today's episode, The Great Khali's Babyface Turn in 2008. Oh, God. Now, granted, there were a few steps to turning a babyface, but this was, like, the beginning point. And the way they tried doing it was honestly one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. So, let's break this down. So, after being a dominant heel... Even though he wasn't the best in the ring, he still at least had the look and the presence of it. He was do- dominant heel for two years, been world heavyweight champion, was still challenging in big profile matches against like The Undertaker, John Cena, Triple H, stuff like that. In October 2008, they decided, hey, we're going to turn the great Kali babyface and then give him booking going on past that where you really question the validity of the guy. But it started in October 2008 because around... A week and a half prior to that, Johnny Knoxville did an interview on his website, jackassworld.com, which no longer exists. He interviewed the great Kali and started asking about his tallywhacker. Yeah, his pee-pee. And at that point, Kali was getting pissed off, was ready to flip over the table because of it. So, on the October 13, 2008 edition of Raw, Johnny Knoxville was invited to be part of the show, courtesy of the great Kali, in order to try to make amends. So Knoxville was shown with, I think it's Chris Pontius or whatever his friend's name was, also from Jackass. Both sitting in the front row, they decide, hey, we're going to attend. And Todd Grisham interviews them saying, what are you guys doing here on Monday Night Raw? Take a guess. And Knoxville presented some images to mock the great Kali from his website. First one insulted his manhood when they spray graffiti on the side of a wall somewhere. And he's got a small wee-wee. God. Second one... He's mocking his mic skills. Whoa! I mean, yeah, he's not known for his mic skills, but he says more things than just that. And the third one called has Knoxville photoshopped in there with a sign saying, Big Sissy. It's like, okay. And then afterwards, Knoxville denies taking any responsibility for those images being put on the website. It's like, dude, really? You're making yourself really suspicious there. Now, you fast forward a little bit later in the show... And Santino Marilla, the Intercontinental Champion, is there with his on-screen girlfriend, Beth Phoenix, the women's champion. They're talking about Cyber Sunday and presenting Santino's Honkamita to compare his Intercontinental Championship brain length to the Honky Tonk Man's. Because at this point, Santino's like nine weeks in, and Honky Tonk Man's still the longest reign of this day, 64 weeks. And then Santino says, hey, I'm going to invite the Jackass Man. Yeah, he invites Knoxville to the ring and asks him questions like, why did you decide to mock the great Kali? Like, are you stupid? And but he's like, hey, let me clarify here. I'm just asking about his tallywhacker. And it's like, you dudes get asked about yours all the time, which doesn't sit well with Beth. She's just like, uh, what are you insinuating? And as a result, Beth ends up slapping Knoxville and then slams him, but she stumbles through the delivery because she falls over. It's like, oop. And still, but he still gets a slam. And then afterwards, because Knoxville earlier was like, hey, we came to see the little people. You get a little person, a.k.a. Hornswoggle, who goes up top rope after coming out from under the ring and hits a tadpole splash. It's like, okay, so he gets slapped by a woman, 
and slammed, and then a little person splashes him. Then Chris Pontius comes into the ring, he's chugging on him, and what do we get next? Big Dick Johnson. The moment I say those three words, everybody knows who exactly I'm referencing to. Ooh, dancer, dancer, dancer. One of the creative guys who comes out in a thong. He's like, hey, let's strip and dance. So they both strip and dance, and Big Dick Johnson's got a speedo on that's kind of like the, the uh, Billy Gunn's green tights that he had with the lip marks on them and everything like that. And then Chris strips. He's like, yeah, let's dance. Woohoo. And then out comes the great Kali. And Big Dick Johnson's like, Fuck you. Runs away. Out comes Kali. He's shaking around and shit. Clotheslines Pontius and spits worms into his face, which is fucking nasty. Knoxville finally gets up after he can kind of shake off the feeling a little bit from getting attacked. Pontius is like, ugh, I'm gross. And after Knoxville takes some water, he's like, okay, this wasn't too bad. And he lists off some other stunts he's been through, like with a rocket and a bull and everything like that, saying, those were worse. But now out comes the great Kali. Marches down to the ring, gets in there, standing face to face with between Kali and Knoxville. And Knoxville's laughing. He's almost like, oh, okay, joke's up. Okay, everything's cool. But then he mocks his dick size again. Like, ah, oh, tiny pee-pee. And Kali's not happy, so he puts him in the Kali vice, lifts him up, and drops him into what was known as the Kali bomb, now known as the Punjabi plunge, that two-handed choke slam, and that lays out Knoxville. And Kali goes to the back, and that's it. Now, this... Like, they tried further steps, like that same week on SmackDown, where Great Kali tries standing up for himself against the big show who's feuding with The Undertaker. But it's just like, this was the start of his babyface turn. And in really reality, it was absolutely stupid. Because, think about it. Not, in order to make somebody a proper babyface, you have to have a heel... There's somebody to despise in order to feel sympathy for the baby face for people to get behind. Knoxville, yeah, he can be a, no pun intended, jackass. But he wasn't doing anything heel-like to make people sympathize with the great Kali. Like, he wasn't going out there and like saying wrestling's fake or mocking the fans or anything. He was just making fun of dick sizes. And it's just like... People are supposed to sympathize with the Great Khali behind this. Like, the only people that are going to sympathize with the Great Khali in this segment are people with small dicks. They'll be like, oh, I sympathize with you, Khali. I get mocked for mine all the time. Like, And no man is going to be out there and openly admit that they sympathize with the Great Khali. Because otherwise, you admit you got a small dick when you do that. So it's like, really, you're going to try to make people sympathize with this giant because of the size of his penis. Like... Ugh, that's one of the dumbest reasons I have ever heard of for how they try to turn somebody babyface and get them sympathy from the crowd. Like, that that doesn't work! Like, yeah, some things seem like cliche, like, oh, somebody gets saved from a beatdown because they get attacked by a friend or something, or they stand up to an, uh, an authority figure that's on the opposite side, like, they go against the babyface heel, or babyface authority manager, or they completely rebel against the heel one, in order to turn, but they start burn, turning in babyface because he got his dick size mocked by a celebrity who wasn't really acting fully like a heel in the first place. It's like that. And then you look at his booking afterwards, he's doing the great Collie kiss cam and he's just doing pointless comedic stuff like he's dressing like a ballerina or a fairy or something like that and he's doing teams with Natalia and everything. It's just like 
this did no favors for Kali. Like, they could do something babyface-like with him, but when you look at his booking, it was absolutely, like, nine day comparison how he was when he was a heel. Not including the brief heel run he had when he realigned with Jinder Mahal before they dropped that. Because one moment he's this unstoppable, menacing-looking monster who towers, towers over everybody and just destroys them in their path, to then being a guy who's making out with everybody and is just, just has no intimidating presence to himself anymore. This started the demasculation of Kali, and again, I'm not saying he's a good wrestler or anything, but at least he had the look to him when he started. Yeah, he could have been better in the ring, but not everybody's going to be a 10 out of 10. Just as like, I don't know who wrote this, but it was this... It was an awful segment. Like, again, it probably would have worked if Knoxville was acting like an actual heel. But instead, he was just like, oh, huh, you got a tiny pee-pee, and you're supposed to sympathize for Kali for that. No. Come on. There were plenty of different ways that you could have gone through this to turn a babyface, but it did not work because they went with a dumb reason. So, anyway, let me know y'all thought in the comment section below about the time they turned Greg Kali babyface in 2008. Honestly, this is on it in terms of segments or angles or whatever that they did in order to turn somebody babyface. This is what I would rank as the absolute worst. Because again, this the reason behind it just is absolutely moronic. And the crowd didn't even cheer for Kali afterwards. They knew like Knoxville was in danger, like when he made fun of Kali's dick size, but they weren't like, yay, Kali afterwards. And you usually want to do that even if you're slowly turning somebody babyface or even just immediately turning the babyface. Like, to show that, hey, he's a good guy now. But they didn't do that, so they didn't have people have a reason right there to cheer him after the segment. Anyway, this episode has gone on long enough. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, please remember to leave a like, subscribe with the bell, turn on if you're listening to this on YouTube, or follow if you're listening to this on any other service. And, like I said, just let me know what you thought of this segment in the comment section below, and I'll catch you guys later. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out and good day, everybody. Mm, this was just so dumb.